0: Hey, this is Samantha Lushtak with Absolute DHS, and we are here today with Andy. Again, welcome back, Andy.
1: Hey, thanks for having me again. Good to see you.
0: Good to see you. So if you can give a really quick, quick recap on uh, who you are and what you do, and then we'll dive right in.
1: Cool, I'm Andy. I'm a nurse out in Massachusetts um, on the cardiac telemetry floor in the progressive care unit. Um, 29 years old and uh, yeah. That's about
0: it. Very good. Thank you. So before we talk about your second vaccination, uh, we had started talking about your home life last time, uh, particularly your brother, who's um, got some, I guess we'll say special needs. And I don't know if that makes him immunocompromised as well, but also the fact that your mother is also in a healthcare system.
1: Yep. Yep. He, um, I wouldn't say immunocompromised, but, you know, just that whole population susceptible to you know, probably getting sicker a little bit easier.
0: Sure. So, um, yeah. If you, uh, anything you'd like to share about yeah. home life, while well, of course preserving a, a, whatever, whatever you need to not share is okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So my brother's name is Matt. He's, uh, I think he's about uh, thirty-four years old. Um, has a chromosomal deficit, which, in kind of easier terms, he's a, uh, um, it's like a uh, thirty-four-year-old baby, taking care of him, have to change diapers. He's nonverbal. Um, I think he lost his eyesight about 10 years ago due to macular degeneration, which apparently is, um, another one of the chromosomal deficits. Um, but yeah, having, having me and my mother being in the, the heart of COVID, it was kind of like walking on eggshells around the house for the most part. You're kind of trying to stay away from them. Um, I mean, I know we would, we were very good with our PPE in the hospitals, but even that, you know, we'd have to come home, walk, we've got a backyard, walk around, we'd go downstairs in the basement. Uh, we strip off all of our scrubs. We'd spray everything down with, uh, Lysol wipes with Lysol spray, uh, bleach wipes, whatever, you name it. We had it downstairs. And, uh, we would come up. My dad would be home. He'd prop open the door so we wouldn't have to touch any handles. He'd turn on the shower uh, so we wouldn't have to touch that. And then afterwards, you know, he would go out to our cars, spray them down real quick with Lysol, the steering wheel, the seat, um, go downstairs, kind of spray around a little bit more. And then we were done with the shower. Either we would, or he would kind of just disinfect the, the shower and that man was on disinfecting duty twenty four seven.
0: Wow, that sounds incredible.
1: It's still it's still really annoying to do. After ten months, you would think you'd get uh, used to it, uh, but yeah, it's still. I really just miss the old days where I could uh, yeah, just come home after a night shift and swan dive into bed and shower in the morning. Shower <laughs> when I woke up. I miss those days. Those are great. Uh, now I just it's it's you know you got to do what you got to do to keep everybody safe but
0: so is mom also working uh with COVID patients she
1: is out of that life now which is great um she does have a new job uh, as of a couple months ago um is a um like a not an occupational health as a um she works for a biotech company in Boston and she's doing their um employee health yeah there you
0: go okay
1: um but in the middle of, she used to work in the walk-in clinic and travel clinic for people going to different countries and she would give them their yellow fever shot or wherever the hell they were going, whatever shots they would need that she would give it for them. And when first COVID hit, they shut it all down because nobody was traveling. And they sent all those nurses who were about my mom's age, 60 years old, maybe a little younger. um, Man, they sent them right to the ER and right in the swabbing ICU patients, swabbing floor patients. So it was, either, it was either that or, you know, not have a job. And my mom's been an ER nurse in her earlier days for 20 years. So she was like, I don't really care. I'll, I'll do whatever. I know a couple of the other nurses, she was saying, weren't too thrilled about that. And I think they either got furloughed or, you know, found a job somewhere else doing something. But, um, yeah, she she just jumped right in the, the heart of COVID, which is a little nerve-wracking for, you know, you think as a 29-year-old, you know, young people have been seriously affected by it, but I'm like, if I get it, I'll be fine. No big deal. I'll take a couple weeks off. But I'm like, Oh, Faithy, if you're 60 years old and you get hit by this, I don't know. That's kind of, it's a little scary.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, on that note, mostly because I'm interested because that's what I do is the preventative safety. Right. Do, does your household, considering how unique everything is with two people, frontline healthcare and one person who needs help, What's what's your plan if somebody gets COVID?
1: Oh man, I mean, I've I've had a couple um, I've couple I've had a couple of exposures, and I got nothing came of it. But I stayed in my room for 48 hours and waited for my test results. And you know, you just wear a mask and you know walk around the house and disinfect everything and disinfect yourself. But yeah, um, those couple times were not fun because even When I got told that I was, you know, exposed to it, I had been walking around the house for like 24, 36 hours without a mask. I'm like, oh, great. Now I've just, you know, killed my whole family. So that's great. Um, But, you know, nothing came of it. Um, And actually everybody in the house is either fully vaccinated or have gotten their first vaccines, which is great. So hopefully we don't have to worry too, too much about that.
0: Um, Oh, your whole household has been vaccinated?
1: Yeah. My mom and me are gotten both of our second doses and my brother and my dad have gotten their first. And I think in a couple of weeks we'll get there, uh, we'll get there second.
0: Wow. All right. How did you manage that?
1: <laughs> um, so luckily, uh, me and my mom are, you know, the healthcare workers and she does do, uh, the employee health and she actually was the, um, she was one of the people giving Moderna their vaccines, which was cool. Um, so she's still working there. And, you know, my brother being in the immunocompromised spot, they were like, well, you know, we, we can get him one. And then, uh, we kind of played the card. We we're like, well, you know, my dad's the the caretaker, so
0: yeah.
1: you might as well just get him one too. And they're like, all right. So it was very, like, it was a very lucky, very, you know, gracious instance, but, yeah, they're uh, hopefully on the, uh, I think it's maybe another week and a half, two weeks, and they'll get their second one.
0: That's fantastic. Do you think that your, your come home protocols are going to change once everybody's vaccinated? No,
1: probably not. Um, I wish, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, no, I mean, if uh, you might as well just keep it going until, I know, and I know you, it'll help Thousandfold fold with if you ever do get COVID, but what's the point in testing that like, yeah, might as well as just stick to it.
0: And just the fact that you do have two frontline healthcare, I'm going to veer off topic because there's yeah, yeah. something I've been thinking about for a long time. I had mentioned it to another guest, um, but I'd like your opinion before I sway you. Do you think that just in general, the effect of having your whole family vaccinated is that, helpful either from a stress or psychological perspective or does it really just not change much and it doesn't really matter
1: uh i i think it will i think it does i think it'll alleviate even if the fact that you know you do end up bringing it home or you know one way or the other somebody does end up getting it that they already have the antibodies and that the vaccine is going to do what it's meant to do and help that situation but it won't change anything we'll still be super careful um I know we were talking about earlier how like um, my, my my mom would really like stay away from my brother, um, especially while feeding, or if she did have to feed him, she would wear a mask and sometimes wear gloves. And that was early COVID. It's definitely lightened up since she's gotten the new job and maybe a little before that where you know, she feels more comfortable about being closer to him. But the earlier COVID, it was mostly my dad taking care of my brother, like, changes feeding um but yeah towards more towards like later COVID and even now that we're vaccinated she's way more comfortable with being around uh, Maddie and all that um it won't change the the subject it won't change the situation we'll still we'll still decontam downstairs and run upstairs and take a shower real quick but uh, it definitely knowing that we're vaccinated and myself am vaccinated um I mean considering I took a trip recently uh i i I felt really almost guilty but like still you're everyone's wearing a mask you're in a confined spot you're like who is sick right now yeah it felt great because i was vaccinated i'm like well well you know if i get it you know i'll be ready for it but still was that weird feeling of just like unease of being in a confined space with random people
0: You mentioned feeling ready for it if you were to get it now that you're vaccinated. Uh, I don't know if the various other strains have made it your way yet. Mm. Um, Is that a no?
1: That I'm not sure. I know it's in the country. I don't know if we've gotten it around Massachusetts, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if, if it's over here.
0: Do you have any words of wisdom for people who have... I guess a home situation like your own, um, particularly with Matt or, um, other people who do need help, who, um, I don't know if he can really understand what's going on, but if he's nonverbal and he can't see, that can't be easy on anybody. Yeah,
1: no, um, we like to give him credit and we like to say he knows more than we think. Um, but in, in the scope of, you know, a global pandemic, I, I it's hard to imagine you would know. Um, he knows, he knows who we are. He knows our voices. He knows our, he knows his situation. He knows his surroundings. I mean, he was, um, he was fully functioning when he was, before he was blind, used to walk around the house. Um, But yeah, no, I, for that sort of scenario, if anybody is going through that, it's, it's really just like, I don't think I've seen two people up on their game. Speaking of my mom and my dad who have just been like crazy about, you gotta be crazy. You gotta disinfect things. You gotta be super cautious almost to the point where like the things that you're so used to doing, like hugging your own child's, like you really, you can't, you can't do it. Not yet. Or they couldn't back in the day, but now they're a little bit easier, more relaxed on it. It's just keeping an eye and keeping the bubble as, as close as it can be.
0: Right. Well, speaking of your bubble, mm. um, you had briefly mentioned last time about a girlfriend. And I know a lot of people, particularly frontline healthcare, are having trouble dating right now Yeah. because you guys are a huge vector for spreading this disease. Yep. You want to yep. walk us through how you two met and how that worked out?
1: Well, online dating. Love it. 2020 baby. Um, yeah, got just, it was, I was all up on the, uh, the Tinder and the, what was it? Tinder, Bumble and Hinge, the trifecta. And, uh, she, we what was at Hinge. We met on Hinge and, uh, she was the first one to message, got to talking and she's actually, uh, she's an, she was a nursing student at the time. Uh, just took her boards today and uh,
0: hey.
1: hopefully passed. So shout out Mario crushed it. Um, yeah, um, we, it was March, I believe. So it was like hot COVID time. Time was just not a good time to meet people, but we were talking, we were talking every day and, uh, we were like, well, do you want to you kind know, of like FaceTime? And of course I live with my parents and my brother and you know, the normal time where people our age would want to go on a date or go on a Zoom. It's like eight o'clock at night. And it's March and I'm just like, yeah, let's do it. But uh, I'm going to go sit on my back porch. Uh, and it's like, I don't know, 35 degrees out. So she's in her room all cute and dressed up. And I'm in the back with like a, a beanie on, my ski jacket, my ski pants and some sweatpants. And I'm just like, oh, this is so lovely. She's great. She's beautiful. Like, oh, she's so nice. But the thing we did that for, we probably did that for a month until April. Uh, you need really have to be like, uh real creative and you know of course times are crazy and you're like online stuff to do for COVID dates and uh, shout out google for throwing out some good ideas you can share the screen with zoom we went to san diego zoo like all the all the museums were doing cool like interactive walkthroughs of the museums of, of uh zoos we went to the louvre we went to san diego zoo the Rijksmuseum uh, in Amsterdam so we 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 figured it out for like a month but then that time came where we're like well kind of want to meet you kind of want to hang out with you and I was I, of course I was like well I'm down for it but like I don't know what are we going to do so we're like well you know let's go on some walks she lives out in worcester she went to school out in worcester so she um she looked up a couple parks out there and we met and you know we ourselves didn't really keep socially distanced because you know we were trying to like meet each other and hang out but it was nice to not be around just like a general population and we did that a couple times and then we are like well there's really not much else going on. And she has a roommate who is super nice. Um, but she's also she you know she has asthma and a couple other like uh pre existing issues that you know could not be doing well with COVID. And uh she was working from home, so she's home twenty-four seven and I was like well I think it's time for you to bring it up to your roommate to be like hey can we just go hang out can he come over and it was just like we were already out on a walk when she texted her and she's like hey if it's all right like can you come over we'll just go back into the room like they will be totally quick we'll wear masks the whole time like very very just like it was strictly Like, we didn't want to freak her out. Like, I didn't want to freak her out, especially being a nurse myself, which she she knew from talking to Marielle. And she was like, yeah, totally fine. If he thinks he's fine and he knows himself and the situation more than anything, like, come on over and hang out. After that, it kind of eased off. Um, it was a lot easier to come over. She was super great. But uh, the couple, there was one time where I was exposed and I had seen Marielle, and it was, like, a real – not like a sketchy situation because I didn't think I had it or I I wasn't that exposed, but it was kind of just, it was bound to happen. Like everyone's bound to have an exposure at one point. Um, But yeah, other than that, that was, that was the beginning and it's been going great ever since it was March last year. And look at us go almost at a year now.
0: That's wonderful. So are you at this point kind of potted between households? Mm.
1: like mine and hers yeah yeah um considering the fact that i'm like five minutes away from work where i live like the commute is so great um and she just finished up school so she's she's on the board so now she's looking at a job who knows where you know she gets a job if it's in Worcester, if it's close to boston across all, all those bridges at that point but yeah i go back and forth between my place and her place
0: Sounds good. So what I have been hearing from people who talk about dating during a pandemic is in a weird way, you, you squeeze almost years of dating into just a few months.
1: So cool. So cool. I got to know her so well within FaceTiming and Zoom dates for like five hours, six hours at a time, just like hanging out like this, just FaceTiming and hanging out and talking. And you just learn so much more in that in that month of time where me and Marielle were, were FaceTiming and Zooming than just like meeting at a bar, hooking up and then going from there. Like it was two months. It was like a month and 15, a month and a week maybe uh, before we like met and like actually had our first kiss. And even that was like super sketchy. I was like, should I kiss you? Like, I don't know, man. You <laughs> might have corona. I want to, but like.
0: <laughs> the, the cootie factor. Right? Yeah.
1: Oh my God. I should have got a cootie shot before that. I wouldn't know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it's very, very different, but almost like it was, it was very different, but in a good way to actually, you know, get to know somebody a little bit more.
0: Do you think that this online type of get to know you before we actually meet thing should stick around because you do get to know them? Or would you prefer going back to the old way of just meeting people?
1: Both, I mean, it's both is great. I've seen both spectrums of that, of, you know meeting Marielle online and really getting to know her and getting to know that. It was more so like actually getting to know that I I do want to date this girl and like, what she's all about instead of, you know, getting blackout at a bar and going home with somebody and hooking up and be like, all right, yeah, you're pretty cool. But then like a month down the line be like, wow, you're a fucking nightmare. <laughs> like it's great both ways. You learn to meet people. I can't tell you, I I can't wait to go back to a bar and blackout and just turn up. I can't wait for that day to come. Hope it's I don't think it's gonna be anytime soon. But, uh, when that day comes, I can't, I can't wait to do it. Can't wait to turn up now expected with Marielle. Cause we haven't, and that was another thing with dating. We haven't, we haven't really done anything. We've gone out, we've gone out to eat. We've gone out to drink. We've camped and hiked, but like, I'm a big music festival guy. I'm a big concert guy. Like that is a big thing in my life where she hasn't even, she, she hasn't even seen that side of me yet. I don't know if it's a good thing yet i don't really want to freak her out right away um but even her like she loves she loves live music she loves going out and doing things other than just camping and hiking which you've done which is great for being away from people but that aspect it's it's interesting you almost especially dating COVID times you don't know you haven't been out you haven't done a ton of fun things other than some nice quiet indoor things
0: yeah but you did travel the world so that's pretty cool it's a good point (laughs) um okay so let's let's move on to your second vaccination so yeah. remind us what you got please
1: i got the moderna
0: moderna very good and when did you get the second one
1: got my second one on last saturday was it was the 23rd
0: 23rd so that's about seven days ago yeah at the time of this recording yeah. um great okay so how did you feel
1: uh, it was funny. It was funny. And actually, let me correct that. I got it Friday. I got it that Friday. Um, and it, um, it was good. I uh, got on my left shoulder. And afterward, it was after working a stretch of after working a stretch of five nights. So I was pretty tired regardless. Um, took a couple of Tylenols, went to bed, woke up, shoulders a little sore. I was like, yeah, I'm feeling all right. I'm doing all right. And I was really cool. One of my friend Lena called and she, uh, she's like, Hey, haven't seen you a bit, like come hang out with me and her, and her boyfriend, Ryan. And I was like, yeah, I feel fine. Sure. I'm down. Come hang out and sit and watch a little TV, having a beer. And I think I got there at like three ish. And then by nine I was like very warm. And I was like, I, I got a little bit of a headache. and I was like, I, gotta, I think I'm going to go home. Like, I'm just going to go to sleep. Got home. I was still pretty, like, very flush in the face and uh, took my temp. It was like 99.2. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. I'll just take a Tylenol and go to bed. And I woke up. I think I went to bed at 10, woke up at 12, went to the bathroom and I was like shivering. I was like, this doesn't feel right. And I went back and I sat down and lay down in my bed and my bed was drenched. And I was like, ah. All right, let me go check my temp, and it was a 101 temp. Wow. I was like cool. All right, I guess we're I guess we're in this now. And uh, I had I had a temp throughout the night. I kept waking up. I, I every time I woke up, it was just me being drenched in colds um, and the chills. Uh, body aches. I had a little bit, not as bad as from what I've I've had some of my coworkers and friends. Mine was, like, lower back and hips, which were, like, super uncomfortable. I wouldn't even say it was, like, pain. It was just uncomfortable. Uh, but that lasted the night and probably until, like, early afternoon. And then after that, I was more just kind of, like, the fever broke. The body aches were kind of gone. I was just kind of pooped. And then, uh, yeah, the next day I was totally fine. <laughs> yeah, It was wild.
0: So after, um, you initially took some Tylenol, yep. uh, did you take anything else, particularly when you're waking up at night or do anything?
1: No, I, I think I might've taken some ibuprofen, um, and like a couple crackers just to keep it down. Um, just for like the, the hips and the, the lower back. But other than that, I kind of just stuck on the Tylenol and that seemed to do all right for the most part.
0: And then you're just suddenly fine.
1: Yeah. And then uh, literally, I th- probably 24 hours after feeling like crap I was gold
0: that's that's crazy
1: (laughs) body's body's a weird thing there's like oh we know this thing we know what's going on here and then yeah 24 hours totally fine
0: did you have any uh anxiety or second guessing before getting the second one hearing stories like this
1: no no it was and it was actually really funny too because my mom got the second vax two days before I did and she was totally fine. I was like, hell yeah, this girl's got it. Like 62-year-old lady, like she's chilling, not totally fine. And then, uh, yeah, kicked my ass for like 24 hours. I was like, son of a bitch.
0: Ah, uh, Youth doesn't help everything, huh? Doesn't.
1: It should, though. <laughs> it really should.
0: Um, and since we are, I don't normally talk about other people's experiences, but since you are a very close-knit household, um, did your dad or your brother have any side effects from their first dose?
1: No, they were, they were totally fine. Okay, that's no great. Or nothing, yeah they they did great. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, on the the second one in like a week or two to see how they fare because okay. they uh, everybody's gotten the Moderna in the in the family.
0: Great. Okay, well that's that's a really good information to know that it's pretty much two days at least for you.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and other other people I've heard it say they've either gotten worse than I have, but it, it's all been roughly about like just twenty four hours to thirty six hours to kind of just like pfft.
0: fair enough. Um so before I let you go, is there anything we we forgot to talk about or that you want to share?
1: Um no, no I think that's it. I, I other then the the last one I said just to keep checking in. I mean not even with just like medical professionals, but just like with friends who are just hanging out by themselves. I know. Marielle had been just doing work and school and home and kind of losing their mind just in the four walls and even just getting a call from a friend or a family member just made that day a, a thousand times better. So I just keep checking in with the family and friends and, you know, hopefully we'll uh, hopefully we'll be getting out there into some shows and festivals pretty soon.
0: Fingers crossed. Yeah. Fingers crossed. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Andy. Yeah. Thanks for having me.